0: hi it's greg and lucky and this is our podcast if you don't catch us from five to nine this is what you missed
1: damn if the jays could have only had a few more games what we needed is like (laughs) like 200 game season and they would have they would have been there i (laughs) I could have squeaked one out yeah i do feel bad for the jays and jays fans because it's been an exciting run over the last few weeks right yeah
0: certainly having fans back in the building yeah uh, and uh, what thirty thousand fans over the weekend? Too. Yeah, uh, that that certainly helped. But yeah, <laughs> you did have hundred and fifty something games. It, it just goes to show that the games in April, May, June, right, uh, where they were blowing leads, they couldn't get the bullpen bullpen sorted out, uh, guys out with injuries uh, throughout the season. I think they, they they all matter. It mm. came down to one win.
1: Yeah, maybe had they been home a little more, it might have helped. They had Florida, and then they played in Buffalo for a while there. Yeah. And as we know, nobody wins in Buffalo. That's true.
0: <laughs> the Bills are killing it right now. but Are they? Are they yeah. actually winning? Yeah, they're playing for 40 to nothing.
1: Didn't they, um, didn't they have a great run at the beginning of last season, too? Yes. They? Yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll see. It's a yeah. long season. Yeah. Or oh, the Sabres. We'll see. Um... Yeah, so they're done. Now, I guess, the, the next question for the for the Jays, because I don't know when, like, Junior and others have their contracts up for renewal, but you would think with Junior setting records with home runs and such that uh, there's going to be a rather large check in his future. Yeah, well, and he's part of a nucleus, right? When you put him together with Bo Bichette yeah.
0: and uh, and the other young superstars they have on that team. Yeah. <laughs> And the crazy thing about baseball contracts, I mean, his will be in the three hundred to four hundred million dollar range crazy. by the time it gets said and done. You're they're probably looking at having to throw out a billion dollars worth mm-hmm. of contract in order to to keep that nucleus together.
1: I'd like to order a beer, please, at a Jays game. That'll be forty seven <laughs> fifty. <laughs> you get it in a Dixie cup. <laughs> <laughs> Thimble <laughs> Sorry. Yeah And uh,
0: <laughs> just, You have to show your You have to show your vaccination status And mortgage <laughs> When you <laughs> enter the uh, stadium pay stub. next year yeah. pay
1: stub.
0: <laughs> you, can't, you can't afford You can't here. afford to be no.
1: here Go home uh, So Jays are out and many of us would like to see Our Prime Minister out oh. After this stunt that he pulled On the first day, a day that he By the way, implemented the first day of truth and reconciliation, and he decides to go body surfing instead. Really, a really a bad move. Yeah. Uh, and, and and for for what gain?
0: And for what reason? Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, it's not like you don't see your family at all. I mean, Parliament hasn't been in session right. for quite some time. You may have had a chance to see them once or twice in there. Uh, you could have taken one more day mm-hmm. uh, to to do your job, and it would have... Ease things a lot. Because the problem now is this isn't gonna go away. Sure, he doesn't have to go into question period today because Parliament isn't back yet, but the second you do, you know this is gonna hang over you. Yep. And it's gonna hang over you not with you know the Pierre is the ones who ask you know legitimate questions, the one who 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 take you to task in the House of Commons. Mm. Every time you have a meeting with any indigenous leader, mm-hmm. this will come up. You know, because what does your word mean now right. when you put together this day of reconciliation and recognition of a problem? They invite you to Kamloops, which is only a short hop away from where he was in Tofino anyway. Mm-hmm. And the Camloops just happens to be where they found the 200 bodies uh, plus. Uh, and so they invited you there, and you said no yeah. to that. It's and it, you know, it's not like if you and I were invited to Kamloops on our way to a trip, hmm. it would be like, man, I've got to reschedule a flight, and then you're going to have to take a, a plane
1: hopping here or there. You got a private jet.
0: Yeah. Tell them to land in Kamloops yeah. for 15 minutes.
1: And it's not even just meeting with them. Every September 30th now, when this comes around, there'll be the joke will be, oh, where are you going on vacation this time? Right. You know, every time. And even, uh, even First Nations leaders right now are saying, sorry, dude, the apology isn't enough.
0: Well, the problem is the pro- ap- apology so far has only been a private one. Right. He hasn't made a public apology. Yeah. It's just his spokesperson said he has extended a private apology to the leaders who invited him there. A public <laughs> apology needs to be made, but it's. It's just not worth it anyway because who the hell wants to hear just another apology yeah. from him For a guy again that can read both official languages yeah. his inability to read a room is unbelievable
1: he was on a beach of course walking and a reporter came up and asked him what are you doing why are you here when you should be with the first nations and he said nothing his silence is deafening So if you live with somebody, uh, do you spend a lot of your time when you're home? Do you spend a lot of your time together? Or are you just basically passing ships in the night, kind of roaming around the house doing your own thing? A lot of us are. Um, Now, I'm assuming this number does not include sleeping. Unless, of course, you also sleep in separate rooms because of snoring or whatever reason. But the average couple spends just four hours a day in the same room as each other. That's outside of sleeping. Wow, yeah, that must be per day, not night, but... Yeah, on a typical weekday, couples spend seven and a half hours in the house at the same time, but only half of that in the same room. Wow. And on weekends, couples spend nine hours under the same roof, but again, half of that actually together. Like, I guess now, see... I think we used to spend probably a lot more time together because there was only like one TV in the house. Right. Now you've probably got two or three or more TVs. Everybody's got their own laptop. Right. So there's not necessarily a reason for us all to be huddled together in the same room. Even if we're in the same
0: room, we're not really in the same headspace. No, no. (laughs) Either, because you're right. You know, A lot of times the TV will be on, but both phones are going or laptops, iPads, whatever it
1: may be. I, I mean, we always, for the most part uh it, when it 's time to kind of sit down and watch t v in the evening we'll pick a show and sit together and watch it like i don't think it's very rare that say Maria will sit upstairs watching one thing and i 'll be in the basement watching something else right um, but yeah uh, that that's it seems a little sad, you would think that you're both off in other corners, or maybe you're just comfortable enough with each other that you don't need to be side by side well, all the, the time. still the average
0: is four hours, though. Yeah,
1: that's, yeah enough. That's, that's enough. That's enough, isn't that's it? En- <laughs> that's enough. <laughs> Plus the sleeping. Yeah, yeah. Um, about a quarter of uh, couples uh, say they don't uh, sleep in the same room, and it's because of either conflicting work hours, alternative bedtime hours, or uh, just... Um, like snoring and other right. sort of yeah. noises. The jimmy legs. Remember when I was a kid, my uh, good friend of mine, his parents had separate bedrooms. And my parents always shared the same room. So it seemed to me to be an odd thing. Mm-hmm. But I must say that uh, I found myself in another room occasionally. <laughs> and it, Not because we've had a fight, but either because Maria's uh, thrashing around or snoring or or she's kicked and punched me enough to get me to shut up right. that I've just gotten up and left so I'm not disturbing her anymore. Yeah. Yeah, and and
0: you listen to I'm I'm pretty sure the sleep clinic uh, when you go there to do your your test whether it's for apnea or or restless leg or yeah. whatever it may be, it's
1: full of people who were sent there by a spouse yeah. who finally said I've had enough. Yeah. no for sure. This is an interesting and odd fact or stat. Uh, you know, we talked a lot during COVID about how uh, during the pandemic, people's sex lives had dropped off. And we assumed it was just because everybody was locked down. And, you know, after being together that much, the last thing you wanted to do was be more together. Right. Um, let's get closer. Yeah, let's, let's do that. Because we had thought early on that nine months into this pandemic, there'd be a baby boom. Right. And the minute the power goes out for more than five minutes, there's a baby boom. Right. Nine months later. Well, we got no TV to watch. you Might as well hump, you know. Um, but and then it came to be that with COVID and the pandemic, and just the world we live in now, a lot of couples are even kind of second guessing about bringing children into this well, this planet. What now. the
0: pandemic noticed as well is not just that; it's couples are splitting up. Yeah, after right. that much time together.
1: But it turns out in the Journal of Sex, it has been uh, it has been discovered that people who have a high fear of catching COVID have had more and better sex during the pandemic. Really? The idea is that the stress-provoking situation can sometimes make people face their own mortality and heighten sexual desire. Oh. Because I know when I'm afraid of dying, I get real horny. (laughs) (laughs) Think I'm having a heart attack. Jeez, I need to get laid. How was your weekend after the the golfing on Saturday? Uh, It was all right, yeah. We... uh, we had our little
0: golf date, lesson date with yep. lo- lovely Maria. That was good. Uh, then there was some more hockey mm-hmm. uh, to be done. I smoked some ribs. How oh, did that kitchen? turn out? Very nice, actually. Well, Teddy would be proud. I mean, well, we would. I did the 3-2-1 the strategy. Mm-hmm. And then yesterday, Christian had hockey. Um, and then afterwards, I uh, was invited over to a, a, a teammate's place. They have a big outdoor, um, well, they live on a farm. All right. And so it was a big dairy farm. And they have uh, an outdoor like pad where they they skate in the wintertime but they you can play some road hockey on it uh, and so a couple of teammates were having fun outside there and uh so and,
1: after hockey you went and played road hockey well they went and played. they played. Uh, not me <laughs> I sat
0: and drank beer <laughs> good for you uh and then uh and then you know the dad came around and runs a dairy farm and said hey you want to want a tour I'm like yeah sure let's go check it out next thing you know you're getting milked I <laughs> Wow, it it is unbelievable. And like like many things. If you don't actually go and explore what the process is to mm. get like a glass of milk onto your table, you think my goodness. We yeah. had about 200 cattle, but 80 of them are like are milking at a time and they, it's all automated. Like like there's not an utter wow. there's no other pulling going on. Ah. It's just a, a complete computer system that shoves them in they even like direct know how to direct them in uh when it's time to and he's like uh last night built big party going on at the uh, farm last night because they had to uh, inseminate one well, uh, so uh, I guess that's a that's, that's a, a hand a, that's a, a, a big d- moment and done process as I, well I almost wanted to stick around just for
1: that I once was invited to a pig farm which let me tell you is very stinky right. <laughs> right. Uh, the uh, They do quite well, this, uh, this pig farm I went to. And I was there during the insemination process. Right. And this big old hunkin' boar just walks around this stall. And they put like a, I'd call it like a hump hassock of some sort. They put it behind the female pig. And he just kind of saunders up there. Climbs up. Now, he is so stupid right. that he believes he's actually getting busy. But what they do is they attach this tube to his junk. Okay. And then when he releases, it goes through this tube and into machines, and they sell this stuff. Like, it's, it's, it's you know. Yes. That, and they yeah. sell it to other farmers, which then they get it. their pigs pregnant. So our job was to hold the hose as this stuff went through it. <laughs> and the guy I was working with... Uh, the hose, uh, we really got to hold it. I mean, this boar really gets at it. Oh, really? And and some of it, you got to wear this whole get up. And I got a little, uh, got a little wet Uh-oh. from some of the boar. Oh, I think no. I got, I think I got pregnant. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. So yeah, no, I would, I would expect that the cow process is all the same. But yeah, no v- very similar.
0: Except I don't think there was a bull around at all. It was, it was more just, you know, he gets it shipped in and yeah. And he adds it to the mix, Wow, per se. Uh, but it, it was it was actually really interesting to, to to see how it's all said and done. The amount of automation mm-hmm. that happens in that process now.
1: Must be a family business. So kind of yeah. like being in the, um, in the funeral home business. It's not necessarily something you get into on a whim. It's usually right. something your father kind of or uncles did.
0: Passed down throughout yeah. the family. Yeah, he runs it, I guess, with his dad as well. They, they all run it together, and the, and the son will likely kind of... Mm. Steer towards that. Uh, no steer. pun intended. No. Right? Uh, it's, but Adrienne was it's interesting. She has a, a cousin who's actually a dairy farmer as well at the Ottawa area. And although we see our family every uh, every year, right, we have a big kind of uh, group get-together. We yeah. haven't in the last couple of years. But uh, this, this the cousin of hers that married this dairy farmer, she's never met the guy. In yeah. all, in like twenty years that that they've been married, we've never met him because he's never been able to take that much
1: time off. He's always working. That's
0: <laughs> every day the, yeah. the milking happens. <laughs> he said the truck comes every other day to pick it up. Cows aren't going to milk themselves. Yeah. Wow. Well, I guess they kind of do. Right. So, huh? well, anyways, so when my kids were struggling to drink their milk <laughs> last night, you get that, India? It's- Just saw how hard <laughs> it is to get it out of them. <laughs>
1: Every year, we seem to get this uh, French fry tasting competition. You know who has the best French fries? And okay, it seems like McDonald's always wins year after year. Right, they fell to second place. What? Five guys. Now, really, the number one spot in the French fry department. Are they that good? Five guys fries? I haven't had, I've only had five guys burgers and fries like a, a, a hand, not even a handful of times because there's not that many locations around. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> so I'd have to kind of go out of my way bigger to bigger in uh, the States, I think, right? Yeah. I mean, they, there's, I think there's one in Whitby and uh, I've seen a few around. There's one in, there was one in the south end of Oshawa. I don't know if it's still there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm sure they're fry I think their big deal is that you think, oh, we got bags and bags of potatoes. They're all fresh cut. Gotcha. Know, maybe that's the deal. For me, hands down, diner fries. I, 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 And it doesn't even matter what diner I go to. Really? Like, if I order a breakfast, bacon and eggs, instead of getting the hash browns, I'll get their fries. Well, uh, maybe a little bit different because you're eating them in-house, mm, too,
0: right? right? Like, it's not... <laughs> you know ready made it is ready made for you as you're about to eat them mm. rather than being sitting in a warming yeah. drawer or whatever it may be and then shoveled into a bag and you eat them on the ride home like anything fresh is always good even you know i love mcdonald's fries but when you, if they're not fresh mm. it's a
1: disappointment i i think when it comes to restaurant dining over pub fare or high end like steakhouse or Fast food in general, I think hands down, for me, diner is the best grub. Mm. Uh, like a diner burger, yeah. they're always big, really good.
0: Juicy. And, and it's funny because most of the time they're just cooked on a flat top too, yeah. right? Nothing nothing special, but just always really for good. For me, it's the diner gravy. Yeah. Like it's, it's smear that on thick. yourself, okay. yeah. <laughs> and you know that, like that, you know, it's coming out of that big soupy yep. container that they haven't cleaned in yep. thirty years or so.
1: Club, a clubhouse sandwich, always good. Really, BLT, love it all. So over the weekend, health experts released some tips to celebrate Thanksgiving as we head towards that. This coming weekend, right? I guess I gotta go get my bird. Right, yes. Uh, And of course, they include the greatest hits. Get vaccinated, wear a mask, social distance, celebrate virtually, perhaps. But they um, they also remind us that, of course, outdoors is safer than indoors. And I don't know at this stage how the weekend's shaping up weather-wise. But even even so, I don't think it's gonna be warm enough, really, to sit outside and dine.
0: Uh, It looks like showers so far, yeah.
1: So you'll be heading indoors for the first time, perhaps, with a, a family function. Um, So they suggest buying a window fan. They say open doors and windows if you can and set the fan to blow air out. This will also pull fresh air in through the other open windows. Now, that's easy in Vancouver. I don't know how how, well we'll do that here with the weather and such. but Circulating the air in your house a little more. Get that circulated. And speaking of safety... Uh, the strippers were not uh, happy about their safety. They say work safe, twerk safe, and I agree.
0: That's that's the advocacy group for the strippers. Yeah. Work safe, twerk safe. I, I
1: had that on, embroidered on a pillow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> So but I'm listen I'll always side with the strippers always on will. on on any any topic conversation whatever their battles are I'm there to support right. them. But I am a little confused because they're upset that they weren't included in the safety discussions when the strip clubs got closed early on in COVID. Well, right. if the strip clubs were closed, what conversations were there to be had? You weren't working anyhow.
0: Right. Well, I I guess they had to uh, endure some extra COVID restrictions mm. because of the, you know, proximity. Right. Uh, that uh, the, the distancing that had to happen, mm. which means, you know, part of their skill set mm. wasn't able to be used at that point. Yeah, and it was sadly missed. I just- mm. had <laughs> imagined so. Remember, yeah. uh, was it in Niagara they were doing it outside? Yeah. Right? They basically put tables outside and they <laughs> surrounded it with shipping containers. <laughs> To block off the view. Because
1: yeah, you wouldn't want your wife driving by going, is that... I thought... I thought Harry is at work this time of day. No. So, I thought he said he'd be back at
0: sundown.
1: But wait a minute. That's I was, not what I thought he meant. That was a great place. I think I ended up in just my getch on stage at that place one time. Many years ago. But that's another story for another time, kids. Just remember, work safe... Torque safe. Rock Mornings with, with Craig Venn and Lucky. Lucky.
0: 94.9 The Rock.